Welcome to another episode of Ball Club Confidential. I'm your host, Austin Price. An exciting show tonight. Tennessee Edge James Pierce will be on the show. But before we get to James Pierce, let's bring in Will Crockett of the Volunteer Club. Exciting news as we announce a uh, title sponsor for Vol Club Confidential, and that being KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Uh, Dr. Malone, Dr. Costa, fantastic dentistry, and we appreciate them being a part of the show. Yeah, so we are thankful for them to kind of jump into this uh, we've been doing the show now for you know close to i guess 18 months um and we're really excited to have our first title sponsor yeah and if you just need cosmetic dentistry if you need just a random you know teeth cleaning or you need any type of dental work give them a call visit their website knoxvillesmiles.com not only is knoxville smiles important but all local sponsors or even national sponsors are are important to helping the brand of Tennessee athletics. Yeah, so you know, I think that's something that a lot of people don't think about when they think of how they can be involved with the volunteer club and our players. A lot of times people think that, you know, they have to do a deal with a, a certain player, do something like that. But, you know, we have a lot of sponsors that, you know, can do a podcast, they can do one of our events. Uh, we have people that come and do just one-off things with us and players. So it's a great way if you own a local business, a national business, a statewide business, whatever it may be, we have a spot where, you know, you can get involved and work with us and the players as well. Let's get to tonight's marquee attraction, that being Edge James Pierce. James, this is what I've been looking forward to doing with you, man. I mean, like, if you told me back when you were a recruit that I would be doing a long-form interview with you, I would have told you you were crazy. Because when you, when you were coming out of the recruiting process, it was hard to get three words out of you. And then all of a sudden, you get up there after that Virginia game, and you were like, Brr, and I'm like, Wait, what was what happened to this guy? How much have you grown up in the last couple of years? Uh, I would say I matured a lot, just understanding what comes with the game on and off the field. What is it you like about football? What 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 what's what, when are you having your most fun? Of course, when I'm winning and getting like just being around the guys, us bonding, and just like knowing one goal, just want to get better and be successful, successful at something. When you first got here, who who kind of had an impact on you as far as kind of watching that player work? Um, you know, um, you know, just kind of understanding, you know, whether it be on the practice field habits, off the practice field habits, those type of things. Uh, for me, I, I say, I say Hendo, like just him coming, like being up the road where I'm from, like even before I got to campus, like I had ran into him, and just ever since that moment, like you feel me, he, he been there, he been there, you feel me, and just watching, learning off the field, just the process. And just growing. North Carolina has been a, 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 a very important state to Tennessee traditionally over the years. Um, just in the last few years, you talk about yourself, you talk about Hendon, uh, Jalen Wright, um, you know, then you look long term, it's Carl Pickens, Jay Graham. Um, you know, a lot of really talented players have come out of the Tar Heel State and have ended up here. Um, what is it about North Carolina football that you think is uh, really, really good? Mm, I say everything about it. Like, it's just some, it's some dogs come from that way. They they keep us known as like the hoop state, but like I think we get off there off the court too on the field. I think I think we known for basketball, but football wears that too. What do you feel like has made you the player you are at this point? I'd probably say like just like everything that come with the game, the life lessons, what they teach you, the knowledge it give you, the swag it give you. Everything that come with the game. I probably say that's made me the player. Rodney Garner is one that coaches hard. 
I mean, he 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 he's on you guys, you know, because he wants what's best for you. How how hard was that to adjust to coming in, um, and and then what have you learned from him? Uh, it wasn't that much hard of adjustment, just being getting coached hard throughout, like me playing sports growing up. But like just coming, it coming from him, a great like what he do, and just know it's coming from a good place. Him pushing me, knowing that he want everything out of everybody around him, just because that's the way he carry himself. So just knowing that that's where it's coming from. You go back to the recruiting process, and Tennessee kind of leaned on you and leaned on you all fall, and they were right there. But then there were some other schools that were trying to get you to not sign early and wait till that second signing period in February. But you decided to sign early and sign with Tennessee. What got Tennessee over the hump? What made you pull the trigger in December? Uh, just knowing what it was about. Like, I mean, me wanting to have a chance to like be a part of something big and me actually being the reason that it could be big. And, like, I know that if you want to look at it, like, kind of deep a little bit, like, Coach Hype, he'd get the ball out, score fast. That give me – other teams don't have to um, throw the ball try to keep up, give me more chance to pass rush. So, then that's just – and then just me being a pro- part of the process, growing, knowing what he want, and just me just watching them out the season because I wasn't a big college fan. So like when I started picking up recruits and stuff, um, I mean offers and stuff, I started watching it, and then just watching Coach hype him on out the field, me interacting with him in person, him on TV. I feel like I got the same guy, and he always kept it honest with me and straightforward. What have you found since you've been here? I mean that that you're talking about what you saw as a recruit, but since you've been here to play for Coach Heupel and the staff, what have you found? Yeah, everything solidified when I got here. Like, I'm speaking from going through that process and speaking to now. Like, everything solidified up until this moment. Even seeing it from, like, a distance, what he was telling me, what he wanted out of the program, even when I when it was up close and personal, it was on me to live up to that standard and, and be a guy. It was the same thing. It was the same thing, me meeting him. Like, just giving him the knowledge in the gyms he was giving off and just – and I knew it was the right fit for me. You look here, and, and the season you just had was fantastic. I mean, you, you you were dominant when even when you didn't get home for sacks, you affected the play so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you describe your game? Mm, I'd probably say, like you say, probably like just it's affectionate. It's, it, it, I like to be a part of the game. Have my have my hands on the game. I would call it hell on wheels because I mean you're coming off the edge and like those poor tackles. Sometimes they have no chance, and yeah. then when they throw extra help your way, then that's going to open things up for the guys on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, like you have a, a, a chance to affect the play one way or the other, whether you're getting home or you're drawing so much attention that it you know allows one of the other teammates to get home. Yeah. What's your favorite pass rush move? Favorite pass rush move? Yeah. I really feel like. I I I know when I'm having fun is like when it gets super instinctive. Like like I try to do the same thing every play, no matter what. Stance, get out of my stance, start, get off. And then if he jumps at and it get instinctive and like I just hit the move, I know I need to get inside whatever move that takes to get inside, even if he like even if he gotta come with me to get the quarterback. Like he can hold me all the way there. Or like if he sit down low, tight set. It just what what comes with it. I just say I like to be instinctive. What was your favorite moment from the season? It was a lot of good moments. It's kind of it's kind of hard to say. I was gonna say pick six. I mean, like let's take me through the pick six. Um, you know, when you dropped into coverage, you know, 
showing the athleticism, and then when they threw your way, I mean, what what were you thinking? And, and then kind of walk us through that play. I was just dropping off too. I know I had to get up under number one, and he had, he was there all the way. He threw the ball before he could even get it out of his hands. And I just seen it. And just me calling interception all week. I was walking around calling interception all week. Yeah, I don't know why, but I was. Gabe Judy had told me something, and I felt like it stuck with me pretty well. He felt like he gave me the key to their offense, and I feel like it stuck with me too. Like, cause you know he always dropping, but like yeah. I knew when it was my turn to drop, he was like, "If you dropping, Coach Banks does a great job of putting us in the schemes that he think is going to be, and just trusting that, and knowing if I feel like if I was dropping, that's what I was going to get." So you make the catch. And now you see green grass in front of you. Yeah. Like, what what what's going through your mind? When was the last time you scored a touchdown? High school? That's the last time I scored a touchdown. Yeah. High school. Script sack touchdown. Did you do that in the state championship game? It was the one before the the to semifinals get, to get us the state championship game. Gotcha. I remember it was late in the year. Yeah. What, what was that feeling like though to get in the end zone? Oh, it was good. Like I just seen green grass. It was go time. Caught the ball. I feel like I dropped it, then recaught it. I, that's what I want to say. I feel like I dropped it, then recaught it, and, and I knew I couldn't let the moment pass me by. <laughs> yeah, you, you only get so many options. <laughs> yeah. You remember Tyler had a couple of those taken away, yeah. and then he finally got his moment there. You know, this year with the, with the, finally got in the end zone. Yeah. Um. So you, you you get in the end zone. Now, what's left to accomplish for you? Like as 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 a player, as, as a player as individually. I feel like it only comes with winning. Like you feel me? It's only so much you can't up like like you feel me be proud of if you feel me like if you won and you did it while winning like it's a lot of great things out there to do great things to live up to but when you're a winner that's I feel like that's the biggest one of them all like everything else gonna come you work hard and you win everything else will come you go into your junior year um the you know one of the leaders on defense the leader in the in the Leo room what do you like about that room? When you look at you, Josh, Caleb, um, Sean Davion, you got Jordan Ross coming in. What do, what do you like about that group? I just say like starting from Coach Eck, like you feel me, him rolling out the carpet the way the way he wanted, the way he want to run the room, the way he want us to learn, and the way he want us to see stuff. For like just us living up to that, coming there every day, dialed in, and want to learn and want to be a pro at just you feel me when we go out there in the field. We seeing it so we can just anticipate stuff and make plays. They living up to that, you know, working, working. How does his personality rub off on you? He got the energy. People call it like probably like juice ceiling, but like you feel me. Your brother might wake up, might wake up one day and might not have that extra step. You do, you feel me? You you give it to him. You you help him and like him just feeding off that energy and just he always got it. No matter sunny rain, he always got that energy. Are you a big practice guy? Like, I mean, like, or, or is it, do you just like Saturdays? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you enjoy the grind of Monday through Friday? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people lie when they say, not even saying they lie, but I don't think you wake up every day and enjoy the grind Monday through Friday. <laughs> sure, I get it. But, like, just knowing what's on the other side of that fence, I think that's that will get you through it. I think that's what. That will get you through it, but like I don't think you just wake up and enjoy it every day. So when you are in the grind, what's what's the favorite? What's what's your favorite part? The favorite part? Yeah, of, of the Monday through Friday. Is there is there a period you look forward to? Is there, uh, you know, 
part of the Leo room or the defensive team room that you know you look forward to? Like, wh- what is it about that Monday through Friday that you would do enjoy the most? Like, like as like in the weight room or like practice? Yeah. Um, I say probably on practice, just some, some clicking. Like it's just a whole defense. I feel like everybody just getting better. We get into the ball. Just it'd be like the little things. Like probably like just something that I probably just like. Like oh, like we probably like just dominating one day, and just probably in the weight room just. Seeing guys, you feel me, moving weight and they're getting after it and just competing. What do you like on the field? Are you a big talker? Do you talk much? I feel like I feel like I'm both. I feel like I'm both, but I don't. I'm not too big on like celebrating, like after plays or just running it. But like, I'll talk before. I'll talk, but if you know you're in a if you know you're in a tackle's head. And he's and he is he's jumping off he's false starting because he's trying to make sure it, he gets back there before you can get back past him. I mean, is that do you get a little more talkative? No, nah. no. I feel like I feel like that's when you work more. You feel me? It's just like he he all by himself. I don't need to talk to him. Mm-mm. So you just let the work speak for itself. Yeah. After a while, you can talk. You can talk. It's cool to talk. But after a while, something gonna have to like work. Gonna have to work. Gonna be the last word. If he's not talking he's smiling and we appreciate the great folks at knoxvillesmiles.com who sponsor the vol club confidential podcast i'm dr mike costa malone and costa dentistry you can find us at knoxvillesmiles.com i'm standing here in front of a dental robot we're one of two dentists in the state of tennessee that utilizes cutting edge technology do you have a broken tooth a tooth that's in pain or a denture that doesn't fit well maybe you're a little anxious You can come in and we offer comprehensive sedation services and utilize this awesome technology to give you precise, accurate care. If you think this technology can help you, visit our website at knoxvillesmiles.com. I look forward to helping you. All right, off the field, tell me about James Pierce. What do most people not know about JP? I don't really know. I don't know what they know or what they don't know. What do you enjoy? Like, you know, what what are some extracurriculars that you that you do? Um, what you know when, when football's not happening and you're not getting in the grind or playing on a Saturday, what do you like to do? Probably like game, but what makes me happy most of all probably just seeing other people around me happy. That you feel me? That keep me going and just like I don't know. I'm really a big. I wouldn't say a ball guy, but I'm one of the looking at the watch guys. Like you feel me? Like all right, it's about that time again. For the most part, big family guy. Yeah, big family guy. That's what I meant by like seeing people around me happy and just making sure like for like everything will be good and just like it's always something out there to do, but like it ain't that much to do. That's what I've been learning lately. So just probably gaming and seeing people around me happy. When you get back to Charlotte, you get around the family. Like, is there a go-to? Like, do you go to grandma's house for for a meal? Mom make a certain thing. Do you have any routines when you when you get back over to to Charlotte? See my mom and then. Go see my dad and just be with be with family, be with family. Whoever you feel me, whoever comes around, like me and my family, like we pull up on each other like all the time. Like just stop by, like you feel me, not unannounced. That's just how that's just how we is. So, so what do you do when it's when it's hanging out with family time? Just really kick it. Like me and my family, like we be up on each other, but just knowing like we all good. That's just that's how we be up on each other. Like we. Go to grandma's house. Grandma cook. What? What she cook? Take me through that. What, if James is if James is dictating the menu, what is she cooking? If I'm dictating the menu, 
like see like my family like they cook all dishes so i'll have my auntie cook these beans yep. like that my um my great grandma used to make and then how my grandma cooked the cabbage and then my cousin the chef she make like all type of desserts so yeah and then for sure the go-to like mac and cheese yams the, the the regular the regular for sure now one thing that most people don't know about james is james does not eat meat like no nah, like, I, I actually started back uh, lately oh you did yes i have yes i have that's why it was really hard because like lately i've been at school so i really haven't when the last time the couple times i actually been well other than like the last past one like the just the one that just passed but other than that i haven't been eating that much family meals together just because of my diet then but like since i got to school nutritionist kind of sort of talked me into yeah because when i say meat i'm talking about you know beef chicken yeah you were a big fish guy yeah pescatarian yeah i was pescatarian when, like for a minute for a long yeah, time yeah he said that to me one day in the complex and i was like uh, uh google uh pescatarian you know <laughs> like, <laughs> I um favorite fish uh catfish and really salmon though salmon I can eat that all the time, salmon. Hey, like it prepared? Oh no, that's a great question. You just like it? Yeah, I like it. Nah, for sure. So what do you put with the rice? Yeah, the rice or the mashed potatoes and asparagus. Mashed potatoes and asparagus go great with salmon any day. You like skin in your mashed potatoes or no skin? Well, it can be skin in there. It can be like, yeah, it can be both. It can be baked or you feel me, just homemade with the skin in there. And yeah, I feel like people are getting to know James Pierce a little bit right now. This is good. What the uh, if you weren't playing football, what sport would you be playing? No football. No football. You have to take that off the table. See, I feel like if I would have put, picked up the rock, the basketball, when I when I picked up the football, I'd probably have been pretty decent. But me, uh, I don't know if I'd probably be be doing sports. I don't know if I didn't play football. What do you enjoy outside of sports then? Like, what what do you have an interest? Do you like history? I mean, what do we, what do we what do we got here? Um, I don't know. Probably like, I always told myself I was gonna be a lawyer growing up, but I don't know what that was about for real. But like, yeah, I always told myself if I ain't go to the league, I was gonna be a lawyer. Do you argue on the? Do you argue a lot? No, nah, it wasn't even like about the arguing. <laughs> it really wasn't about the arguing. It was just about like, it wasn't about the arguing. Jordan or LeBron? Who do we have as the goat? Jordan or LeBron? Ah, uh, dang. I, I go LeBron though. I'm going LeBron. I don't know why I'm saying I'm going LeBron, but I'm going LeBron. My bad. I'm going LeBron. Favorite football player too. A guy that I watched a lot growing up was Cam Newton. Him being like in the city in Carolina, yeah. Him being in Carolina, and then he came to a couple of my practices when I was younger, and just made an impact on you. Yeah. Do you see yourself? I mean, let's face it. I mean, you know, a year from now, you know, James is likely going to be sitting on a, you know, or getting ready for the NFL draft. Do you see yourself wanting to give back like that? You know, go to a high school practice. You know, when, you know, you know, when you're at that level, like wanting to like have an impact on kids that are younger than you, the way Cam had an impact on you. Yeah, I feel like it's a. Um, I feel like yeah, I would love to do that. I feel like I had it growing up, but I didn't have it as much. Like he came like that was like when I was in Little League. But like growing up, like now since like stuff, like I feel like like just always having somebody like I wouldn't say it's a crutch, but like just always having somebody like that around 
it forgets. Like, you forget, like, how hard it is to get there just because, like, they do lend that stuff back. Like, that's sure. cool, them coming back and, like, giving back. But, like, they always not going to be there. And it takes a lot to get where they at. Just because they coming back to show you, like, they can make it. I feel like it's cool having them there, but it also takes a lot to get where they at. You wear 27. Al Wilson wore 27. Mm-hmm. That is such a big number for the history of Tennessee football. Mm-hmm. Um how much do you take pride in that, you know, from the brand standpoint? Kind of playing the same way he played. I say, like, just seeing it, like, when I was freshman year, I want to say, like, they did, like, a retirement something for yep. it, and they put it right on a 30-yard line SEC logo. And went to College Football Hall of Fame, yeah. Yeah, and it was on the um, logo right there. Yeah. I want to say near 27-yard, somewhere in mm-hmm. between 27 there. 27-yard line, yeah. Yeah, and just seeing it on the field then and knowing I had it on and know what it stood for, and I'm the person on the field with it on, I just know that I, like I had to wear it different. I had to carry it different. If I was going to touch the grass, it was a, it was a, either, although I already helped, held myself up to a high standard, it was just like if I had this number on when I touched the grass, this how you're supposed to touch it. But, like, even though I already held myself up to a to a standard you ever had a conversation with him um yes i have i have what was that like basically just don't take your foot off the gas keep going like a lot come with it a lot gonna come with it and don't take your foot off the gas do you see yourself being different from a leadership standpoint this fall like you know what i mean like you know i think this past year you're just kind of more playmaker you had beasley and some of those guys that had the leadership kind of role on the defense um do you see yourself being different this year? Like in what aspect? Well, just being a little more vocal, being a little more of a – just being more of the vocal leader, you know, being someone that, you know, kind of climbs up in, in a younger guy if he ain't doing it the right way or, or holds other guys accountable. Yeah, it's for sure. Like you don't want to let your brother sit beside you, you feel me, and get the answer wrong and, and you got the answer for him. So I feel like that's always the case, you feel me, no matter where we at, off the field, on the field. Like we gonna keep each other together, so I feel like that's bottom line. That's for that's for everybody. Young guys see me, you feel me out of line. Not saying that's a such, but I feel like we all should hold each up, hold each other up to that capability. Favorite moment you talked about little league football earlier. Favorite moment from that era of your football career? Like I mean, are there is there a game? Is there a hit? Is there a play that sticks out from when you were nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen years old? Before you got to high school, um, that that you're like, man, I love I love playing that day. You know what I mean? Like just being out on the grass, being a kid, more just it's just pure, right? Like when you're when you're that age, you have any any, any moments that stick out? Honestly, I say all of them, really. Like just no, looking back on it now, especially you probably asked me that, and then I'll probably have a favorite one. But now looking back on now, like every single play, like we was really, like I played with some guys. I say some guys. They get some guys to me. You feel me? And like some of them now still playing at collegiate level, making plays. You feel me? Going to the league. So I feel like I play with some guys then. And knowing, looking back at it now, just if I wasn't making a play, they was. Just like if I wasn't on the play, just looking back at it and seeing what I was actually seeing. And now I know the game to a different level. It was like, yeah, we was kids wilding. How different is your body senior year to now going into your junior year? Like weight wise, how much weight have you put on? Oh what? You remember what I weighed when yeah, you when I when I was, was on the circuit? I thought it was like in like one eighty one ninety. No, 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 no. I wasn't that little. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that little. I was probably like, probably like 
210. Like, I could wake up one day 208 and probably see year. One day I could wake up, like, 208. So just now, me wearing 245, it's just like... But you don't look 245, you know what I mean? Like, you wear it well. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like... Yeah, I don't know what that comes with, but... But that's the, like, that's what you... Um, yeah. How, I mean, like, do you feel different? Like, I mean, like, can you see, like, it, it being a positive in your game, having all this weight? Oh, and yeah. being able to keep your athleticism? Yeah, I feel like it's a positive. I feel like it's a positive, but when it comes with putting on weight, you got to make sure you're getting stronger. Like, it's just putting on weight, but you can't have the same strength. Like, you got to you gotta match the weight you put yeah. on. You got to be gaining. Them inches you gain in your weight, you got to be gaining that in your gains in the weight room. Or, you feel me, you putting a lot of weight on stuff that can't hold it. So, I feel like when I was growing in that way, and just now playing powerful and – Playing powerful and know that you feel me, dang. Um, yeah, playing powerful and knowing that I can I can hold my own out there. Just starting from freshman year to to junior year now. Well, so when you go home and you go see your aunt or your mm-hmm. grandma, yeah, do they go, "What happened to my little James?" Because I mean, like you know, I mean, I'm sure they look up and go, "You you add thirty pounds to anybody." Yeah. You know, it's it's going to be a different look, and, and a lot of times that happens over the course of a a winter or a summer. You know, when you when you get to college, and those are breaks where you don't see the family. Mm-hmm. So, like, what what's their reaction? Well, you know how they be all checking up on you, be like, <laughs> just like me change, like they be struck, like like dang, like you really put on all that weight, just grabbing on you, checking on you, and just that's how that went, and just like dang, you really getting big. My dad, like, yo. Like good lord! How do you envision next year going? Like if if uh, championships are, are are normal, but like like what dreams, goals do you have going into next year? Like in what aspect? Just for you individually, like you know what if the you know what kind of what what kind of you know goals are you chasing out there next year? I feel like like once I said before, like I'm so serious about this. I feel like people be like making so much goals, but like. And circling their goals on their calendar every year and stuff like that, but it ain't it ain't it ain't solidified unless you won with it. And I feel like just winning it gives you everything that that you could even dream before, like stuff that you can't even like say, oh, I never touched that. Like I won't ever even surpass that or be there. I feel like if you if you win it, you you closer than what you think you is. So I feel like that's that's the first start. So that's the biggest thing for you. Like I mean, like it's easy to say you, you know. Winning matters most, but it, it really feels that way with you. Like if you went, if you had zero sacks and you beat Alabama, you'd be happy. No, nah, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say I'd be happy. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> I, like I would. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't be happy. I would be happy, but it would be how I got those zero sacks. Yeah, if you altered the game. Yeah, if I altered the game. If, yeah, if 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 you drew double teams all night and Josh Josephs or Tyree West or whoever on the other side end up making the plays your impacts felt even though it doesn't necessarily show up yeah like like the image and all that doesn't matter like people that's watching that need to know they know what they watching they know what they looking at so the people that need to know they know if you if you gotta go to the paper and look you feel me they don't turn on the film that don't lie that's what coach g always say the bible the mirror and the film don't lie <laughs> <laughs> he loves those quotes yeah he 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 loves Matlock, Andy Griffith. When I say those things, do you even know what that is? Uh uh-uh. uh. The TV shows in the sixties. Oh, I do 80s. actually. I actually I do know. It. I I do know what Andy Griffith is. My my grandma watched that. Matlock is that cowboy? No, Matlock's 
got Andy Griffith in it. It's it's just when he's older, he's a he's a lawyer. Oh, oh in Georgia. so it's the same thing. Oh, it's the same thing. It's oh. just it's about twenty years later. He's a lawyer in Georgia. It's it, Andy Griffith's show. He plays Andy Taylor. Um, but yeah, it's old black and white. Yeah. When it went color, it was not as good. Barney left the show. Yeah. I know. You're not. Yeah, my grandma still watched that probably to this day. Like she probably rewatched episodes. No faking. Like go to grandma's house. She watching that. That's what I was watching for sure. Just a couple years ago. So I know she's still watching it. So you know Aunt B and Opie. I Martin. wasn't that locked in on it, but if that's the only thing <laughs> on, you're going to watch it. <laughs> when I went to my grandma's house, she always had that Matlock on, Unsolved Mysteries, and uh, and all her, what she would call her stories, which was like the soap operas that come on at noon. Yeah, and then that's when I know. Like I I, some days I Yeah, some days I used to stay at home at school, and it just feel like the stuff was repetitive, and it would actually be like scenes, and they would be in the hospital all day or something like that. <laughs> and you're like, it's time to go back to school. <laughs> like, yeah, like, no way, I should be at home. <laughs> Who's that one person that you can pick up the phone and call that no matter how long it's been since you've seen them, it doesn't feel like it's been that amount of time, right? Like, you know, it's just, you just fall right back into, you know, the friendship, all that is there, is there that person for your life i really can't i wouldn't say i can't think of one right now but i feel like everybody that i kept close to me like i feel like we got some level of like if i pick up the phone it's gonna feel like that it's gonna feel like that for the most part like most people that i keep close like we come to a level like in that aspect as you talking about like it's only a few people of course but that's the only few people that i feel like that's like are those the people you call when you get back to charlotte like you know like you, you want to you know hang out with your buddies uh yeah i feel like my guys and that's my guy like my friends guys growing up and that standpoint like yeah we all like some go our separate ways like you feel me some not some like in that standpoint i feel like we go like our friends back home like some people just grow their separate ways but just know just knowing where we came from and knowing that like it, it was love there even though we went on different paths in that aspect but like just like friends now or like friends that that did stay around stuff like that because like as you get older people say like friends come and go you lose friends stuff happens what are you most proud of from not even on the field it can be off the field in in your growth to learn it to learn the curve of it like just the way the knowledge to to be in different rooms and different situations and still be able to to win and be not only just be able to win on the field but off the field and be in different rooms and still can win in different parts of life and still win favorite place on campus to go not named the anderson training center then other than that needling for sure and then uh i say Don't tell hype, but probably like the T Rex. Yeah, you like to go in there. You, you go in there basketball, <laughs> huh? Yeah, you basketballing in there? Or what? Yeah, yeah. Don't tell hype though. Yeah, sometimes when I do get a chance, I feel like I feel like it, it relates a lot to the to my position on the field. Yeah, don't tell hype. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you a vol walk guy or are you a, or a run through the T guy? Which one of the which one's the best? Vol walk. And shout out to them guys on third downs, man. Yeah. Them two the best. You love the rabbits package. Is that when 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 G yells rabbits? Is that is that you're like okay let's go. Yeah, and when he crossed my name off, that means it's time to go to any one of those two. What one guy in the defensive line room or the Leo room do you think is poised 
to take a huge step next fall or this fall. Can I ask you a question? Yep. Can I ask you who who you think? I know you the interview about. Uh, look at you turning it back on me. I don't mind. <laughs> you know, I, I I think it depends. Like I I think when you look at um, the the defensive line room, it's easy to say Josh Josephs. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, I think he's going to see added uh, you know reps with with you know Roman being gone. As far as the Leos um, defensive line, I, I would go either David Hobbs or Tyree Weathersby. I think one of those two guys is going to really emerge, kind of like you went from James freshman year to James sophomore year. I think they have a chance to do that. They're interior guys more so than you know Leos, but you know that's where I would roll. You, all them guys working super hard right now. All them guys got their game face on. They got their head down. But um, I'd probably say, I don't know, probably guy that I think that slept on, you ask me. I, I, I say Jason Jenkins. Jason Jenkins and probably Tyree West. I, I, well, for sure, Jason Jenkins. I feel like, I feel like, Tyree West too, of course, but like right there, I feel like, yeah. yeah he came on at the end of last year. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like he's a slept on guy. I feel like, I feel like he got everything the game need. He brings the energy to the game. I feel like I can give him some little tips on the swag, but you feel me? He bring the juice to the game. He <laughs> he get after the ball. He he a ball. He he want to be where that ball at at all costs. So what one player on this team is most like James Pierce? Most like me? Yep. In what aspect? As player, uh, off the field. Who do you look around and go? You know that kind of reminds me of me. I'd probably say Caleb Heron. Without the some of the stuff he be doing though. Without some of the stuff he be doing, but Caleb Heron. What's he been doing? I don't know. That's between him. Bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. Don't put that in there. I'm playing. That's between him. But Caleb Heron, without some scratch, some of the stuff. Do you think he's got a similar frame? Like from a like, it feels like I've always said this since you know when he wasn't around Elijah. Like he, he had that. I think he had that girlfriend down there at Riverdale, and he was at like, like 207. <laughs> and then he got here, and he's putting on like a bunch of weight, much like you did. Yeah. Um, it feels like he's kind of coming on. He's in the 230s now. And, yeah, you know, he's, sure. you know he, he feels like he's, you know, similar track as far as body frame. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is, that, is that fair? Yeah. Well, on the, like on the field, he reminds me of two a little bit. But I was saying just more overall, like that's probably the closest it gets to, to that. Yeah, but I like he he got his own path, his his own way that's that's destined for him. But like just as an overall, that's probably the closest to get. Just like us, him wanting to learn the way he came in, the way he attacked. Like he worked hard to get where he at right now. All right, last thing, we'll get you out of here. What's your path? Are you happy with your path at this point? And and, and how do you continue down this path into you know top ten, top five pick a year from now? Just learn something. You learn something every day. I feel like Joe Joe said that a lot too, but like I think people is stand on how people treat that. Like I feel like if you can learn something every day that's actually you can put use in life, it it'll keep you on the path that, that you want and the path that, that's for you. Well James man, we appreciate the time and uh this has been a nice uh kinda peel back the curtain and, and let everybody get to know you and, and kinda see how you know, what makes you take and what makes you operate. Yeah. Appreciate you coming in. For sure. No doubt. Appreciate you.